0: Fight back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back.
1: At first blush, the news that British Prime Minister Theresa May has named a minister for loneliness might appear rather odd. Addressing loneliness, after all, doesn't top usually doesn't usually top any list of government priorities. In fact, it's well known that social isolation can be deadly, leading to premature death. And, of course, the people most at risk are older. Possibly they have mobility issues or they've lost loved ones. In Britain, a shocking number of people say that television is their only company. So I put it to you. Do you see this as a big problem? Uh, do you, are there people you know that are isolated like that and do you think this is something the government should tackle the numbers 416-360-0740 toll free 1-866-740-4740 and uh, right now let's go to Dr. Adriana Schnall and she is the manager and professional practice chief of social work at Baycrest Health Sciences Dr. Schnall thanks for joining us Oh, it's my pleasure Um, What can you tell us about the extent of social isolation here in our city, in our province, in our country? Actually, social isolation is a much bigger problem than
2: we previously thought. And what's interesting is that social isolation is not really the same thing as loneliness. And in the U.K., Their minister is a minister of loneliness, which I think is actually fantastic, because the difference is that loneliness has a subjective component, where social isolation is, you know, a lot of people could have a lot of number of groups, they belong to relatives and friends, and still feel really lonely. And it's that subjective experience of loneliness that really at the end matters,
1: Oh really? Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you for uh, clarifying that that for me. So, uh, I'm what I'm hearing there is that even people who have contact with other people might still feel very lon- lonely. And does that lead to depression or what? Yes. So it leads to depression is is a major
2: uh, problem, but it leads to all kinds of other things. So people that are feel lonely are less likely to reach out to others, uh, stay at home more often, especially when we're talking about older adults. And it, the less we do, the less we do, basically. So you're sitting at home watching TV, you're less likely to go meet a friend for coffee or go to a day program or even go to your doctor. And it leads to physical problems in the end. Also being Alone and feeling lonely leads to problems like compliance with medications, with um, <clears throat> going to the doctor, with having interactions with the world that are meaningful.
1: I gather that it's a worse problem when you when you do the profile for men than for women, which, frankly, I don't find surprising. So it's true and it's not true. It depends on the age group, older so men. Me-
2: Older men. So, when we talk about older men, say over eighty-five, mm-hmm. uh, over eighty even, men over eighty have the highest highest risk of suicide in our population. However, there are more older women, and so more older women live alone. Men under sixty tend to be have higher uh, uh, live alone more in more numbers than women. But older women tend to live alone because they outlive men. Mm-hmm. So it's a real, real problem in terms of um, the older we get and the older the population,
1: the more risk of loneliness. Okay. And, um, uh, you know, uh, Britain has mm-hmm. appointed a minister. Yeah. What, um, I mean, and, and that's being widely received as a very good thing, but what, can be done, and what role can government have? So it's really an interesting um, thing.
2: For the UK has been ahead of this trend, uh, way ahead of anybody else. The World Health Organization recognizes isolation and loneliness as a problem, like poverty, like uh, poor nutrition, like lack of um, education to that impact, it's that important to feel lonely and to to be socially isolated. So the UK government's taken this on and decided if it's that important, we need to tackle it. And by giving it a public health concern, making it a public health concern, it's, it's gonna get resources and funding and money. And that's the good news. However, it's a really isolation and loneliness, are really multifactorial problems. Right, so there's not just one cause of loneliness. Loneliness could be because, especially in Toronto, um, you're from an immigrant family, you came, you're looking after grandchildren, and you don't get out in the world much. Uh, you have mobility problems. You lack transportation. Um, you live in poverty. You're part of the LGBT community, it, or you're an Aboriginal older adult. So if we had something like that here, it would give it prominence and and give it impetus to do something about it so that 's where I think it 's a great idea, and where they 're really ahead of their times
1: um, now i You underlined at the beginning of our conversation the difference between loneliness and social isolation, so I mean, I know that if we just as uh people out there you know if you know of someone who is isolated, you know, okay, I can go visit them, or whatever. But but, how should uh, you know people in the orbit of people who are lonely? What can we do personally?
2: So personally, there's things like checking on your neighbors. Um, if you know somebody who's older, who's housebound, homebound, to visit, to call. There's friendly visiting programs. Um, there's day programs, also encouraging people to go to their family doctors to get help, to get out. Because a lot of the times, people want to get out, they just can't. And so it's a matter of setting them up with wheel trans in a city like Toronto. Um, Maybe they don't have food. Maybe they are are in a lot of pain and they can't move. And that's why they're isolated. So it's getting to the root cause. And a lot of that could be done through either a public health nurse or a physician, but even the simple act of calling, knocking on somebody's door, calling somebody frequently has huge uh, meaning for people that are lonely. I mean, we have a program at Baycrest, the Senior Support Program, where we call socially isolated older adults, and you'd be surprised how helpful a phone call for sometimes just five, 10 minutes once a week, the difference that it makes to people.
1: Okay. Um, Thank you very much for that, Dr. Adriana Schnall. We appreciate it, and I'm sure it's a a topic we should be thinking about a lot more often. For sure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back... We are going to talk about something that happened last Friday, and that is the verdict in the gas plant scandal, split verdict, uh, one person convicted, one person acquitted. Uh, What is the impact going to be on the election, on your vote, on our politics? Uh, We're going to explore that when we return. Before we go to break, the numbers again, 416-360-0740, toll free one 866 740 4740.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.